Do you want me to kick it off? Sure. All right. So a few few news things uh, over over the last couple weeks. So this is switched to a bi-weekly schedule. So we'll have it uh, every other Thursday at this time. Um, Dora Hacks, they're in the judging period now. I believe it's about three more days or so uh, for the judging. And then June 26, there should be the grand finale. You can see a link in the uh chat here or link in the comments for all of these things we're talking about to follow along further so there's that um tashi tashi has just recently opened up their genesis pools and will soon be doing their token sale token launch so you can find them at tashi finance tashi.finance um bounce finance they're soon integrating with evmos and they do decentralized auctions they've been around for two or three years now um they do different uh DeFi and nft auctions and i believe it's all non-custodial so you hold on to it the whole time that should be an interesting thing for evmos DeFi. uh inferno incentives round two have went out um with forge and that's help to increase TVL across the chain. And along with that, um, that's with Revert. But soon here we can see Steer Protocol, who will be with us today. Um, you'll be able to manage your LP positions on Forge with Steer. So we'll hear more about that. Snapshot. Snapshot also is now supporting Evmos. Um, that is... If you're familiar with Ethereum DAOs, it's used a lot for off-chain voting over there with DAOs, DeFi protocols, different NFT communities. Um, so that that gives a lot of power to the community so that uh, organizations can easily be formed and people's voices can be heard. So that's kind of it for the news. Um, do we want to bring Steer up right away or talk about some of the recent governance discussions? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it makes sense here to um, give the floor to Steer if you want to invite them to speak. Um, and then we can go into some of the active Commonwealth discussions. But I want to make sure we give enough time uh, for Steer to introduce themselves and uh, let us let the community know kind of what they have. Hey guys, great to uh, great to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Derek Burr. I'm CEO and founder of Steer Protocol. 
Uh, we're an off-chain compute platform, so we do a bunch of different things here. Um, but one of the most exciting things right now is that we are live with automated market making for Forge. Um, and we've worked out about 10 strategies that are currently live right now and working to also publicize a little bit more about the protocol and also hopefully boot up some incentives uh, along with it. Um, so excited to talk to the community and see, see what the kind of vibe is there. Um, we also are an off-chain compute platform. So we provide the way for anyone to automate uh, on-chain execution based on off-chain data. Uh, and that's really, really powerful if you need to build an Oracle or if you're trying to do uh, compounding interest or some some other kind of cool DeFi Legos. Um, so it, it'll be exciting to bring both the LP management solutions, but also uh, the Keeper Network to, to the utmost uh, world. Yeah, super cool and super exciting. Um, can you give a, a basic explanation um, to the community about uh, uh, how your LP position strategies work um, for those who aren't kind of familiar? Um, sure. I'd love to. With the sort of... Uh... Yeah, so so basically it's... Um, right now, it, when, you, when you LP into a uh, concentrated liquidity AMM, you know, there's an issue of, of if the price moves, you know, are you going to suffer impermanent loss or, you know, is it going to go out of bounds and, and potentially you'll have, you know, um, some some realized losses and stuff like that. So it's really important to actually have active liquidity. And even from like an AMM or on-chain liquidity perspective, you know, having active liquidity deepens liquidity pools. If it deepens liquidity pools, there's more like trades that happen. If there's more trades, there's more economics that can go into play around the chain. So it's really, really important to to have this kind of infrastructure on concentrated liquidity. So it's exciting that, that we can bring it here. Um, we started out a couple of years ago with an original investment actually by SushiSwap, um, which we actually do concentrated liquidity market making for as well. Um, but um, through that, we've been able to build the first, you know, fully open, develop your own strategy or use one that's on the marketplace uh, platform that allows people to create their own strategies uh, in about 20 different programming languages. So we don't make you learn anything new. Um, and you can list them on the marketplace and all of the developers get a 5% performance fee back to them um, for, for creating the algorithms. And uh, anyone can now clone and fork those strategies for any token pair out there. Um, so it's, it's hopefully going to be a huge marketplace for LPs to, to come once it grows a little bit more. Um, but, um, but really excited there. We also have one of the first solutions for uh, multi-position um, liquidity, which basically means breaking up liquidity into small bytes. Uh, and then from there, curving that liquidity around price ranges. And that can actually really incre <clears throat> increase like um, wrap state uh, you know, derivatives and like like kind assets, um, as well as like volatile assets for like price support or or maybe if you're trying to do like trailing stop losses and buy orders. So a lot of, a lot of flexibility within our platform. And um, but that's a little bit how, how it works. Gotcha. Um, so. Um, have you guys done, um, you know, and working to uh, support Evmos, have you done any um, uh, back testing with some of the current, uh, you know, highest uh, TVL pools? And yeah. have, have you seen any results? Or, like, yeah, have major. you seen um, any particular pools that would really benefit from um, utilizing Steer? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. So we actually run a massive amount of back tests so far against a lot of the, the Forge pools. 
So we have about nine strategies that are on the marketplace right now that you can pick off and run actually locally right now or even in your browser to, to see what it would look like. So anyone can backtest, which is really, really cool. And there's a UI, so you don't have to know how to be like uh, technical or anything. Um, but um, one of the top pools actually has been USDC uh, STFMOS. Um, that's up about, I think, 25% APR, which has been great. Um, there's also some STFMOS STATOM. Uh, which is about 11% APR, which is awesome uh, to see. There's another USDC STF most, which is 17% APR. I think it just rebalanced uh, not, not too long ago. Um, and then we have some more uh, low ends, but but still pretty good APR is about 2.4% on STF most, uh, WF most. Um, so, so we have a pretty, pretty interesting depth, um, but it's been interesting to see the most active pairs and, and where the liquidity is is kind of like centralized right now. And, Hopefully, we can broaden the liquidity across, uh, you know, all all the token pairs eventually. And uh, keep in mind that these um these are uh, back tested numbers are not incentivized at all. So yeah, <laughs> so the, these are sound- yeah, these are actually these are numbers that are that are live. So we we've had pools running for just a couple of days on the Forge uh, 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 protocol. Um, so, so if you go to app.steer.finance, you can actually find them find them today. But they um, they're actually the APRs that are coming off the pools right now um, for the past uh, two or three four days. So gotcha. it's it's interesting to see uh-huh. them, them also you know working live as, as well as backtested. Absolutely. So you had mentioned um, incentives. Um, how would uh, you know if the community decide to incentivize um, some uh, forge liquidity pools on Steer? How would that how would that work, and um, what's the basic operation of uh, how they they would be distributed? Yeah, yeah. So it's really up to the community how how it happens, or or like how, you know what what pools are incentivized. But basically, what we have is a platform that allows you to say, okay, we're going to take X reward token. So that could be uh, the 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 Ethnos token or the force token, et cetera. And then say, okay, we're going to do a hundred a day and, and people can go in and, and try and uh, get the hundred and deposit in the APRs will, will hopefully balance out. Um, and that can be actually applied really, really like uh, flexibly. So let's say you have um, one, one strategy running, you can actually incentivize that with multiple different reward tokens, which is really cool. Um, and you can also, um, set up multiple programs that happen, you know, one after another, or you can start increasing rewards during it. Um, so it's really flexible, but it basically allows for, you know, liquidity to hopefully be incentivized over to certain pools uh, to to help with trading volume and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's super cool. It's, it's super interesting. I think, um, at least to my understanding, it's uh, uh, kind of a complement to um, revert where it offers steer offers um a solution for for those who uh maybe don't want to be as active um managing their their liquidity or maybe they uh you know they are more comfortable um with a a predetermined strategy uh in terms of like risking and permanent loss um so what would you say like is the main difference between how you know steer operates compared to um revert and you know, the reasons why someone would want to go to the one or the other, because really it's, it's not like a, a competition situation. It's no, more no, of a, no, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's really how you want to manage 
kind of like your liquidity. Some people like to set positions like really wide, right? And just soak up, you know, maybe they, they think it's going to be a ranging market and something like that. Um, and, and I think that's where, you know, um, uh, Revert succeeds. And also their analytics are fantastic. So you can't really um, uh, beat that. Um, but Steer's a little bit different. We, we do active management. So um, instead of going into your position and, you know, remodifying the ranges, um, you can basically take a, a take a strategy that's either already running and deposit into it, um, which is pretty effortless, um, or create your own. Um, and uh, it's, it's pretty pretty easy. But the reason you'd want active uh, management is basically, you know, it, it helps one drive better APRs. So you know, it, it, we have algorithms that are running, you know, with with historical data and trying to analyze, you know, what what should happen next. Um, and then the second thing is that, you know, it helps out with your impermanent losses and hopefully, you know, deviate away from getting any realized losses if, let's say, the price goes out of bounds. Um, by having, like, you know, back-tested results and stuff like that you can work off of, you know, it's it's hopefully going to drive a better ecosystem for the LPs so that there's not um, as much losses, uh, you know, with, with these with these markets. When, when you have like more like manually managed, no one wants to manually manage their liquidity, right? It should be a seamless experience to, to LP into a, uh, into a pool. And that, that's what uh, Steer, Steer Protocol provides. So I, yeah. think I, read, I think I read on your documents that, uh, you know, you guys have node runners. Um, can you go more into detail on how to become a node runner and oh, sure. what the benefits are? Yeah, that's a really great question. So node runners basically are the managers. So what you can do is you can actually run a manager, um, which allows... So so there's two, two, two ways you can basically automate into on our platform. You can use a hosted uh, node, which, which is basically the, the steer nodes that run today. Um, you can also run your own um, uh, multi-party compute if you'd like. So you can run multiple different nodes and have consensus off-chain and then go on-chain and stuff like that. And then you can run just a single manager. And a single manager instance is really where you want to take, you know, not as much time to get on chain. You're looking for, for speed. Um, at the same time, you're giving up a little bit on terms of security. Um, one thing that our platform does is we, we make sure that all the data in our system and all the execution is fully deterministic. Um, if that doesn't happen, then nothing, nothing basically will execute for that job. And so... Um, that allows for us to to maintain integrity while while we go on chain, and you get that out of uh, both the hosted service as well as if you were going to run a multi uh, multi uh, node setup uh, yourself. But um, the node is not currently public publicly available, but we could open source the code pretty pretty much whenever we we'd like. It's it's um, it's you know it's good to go. That's that's really cool. And of course, if anybody in the audience has a question or um, something to add uh, this conversation or direct it towards Steer, feel free to to raise your hand. Um, I'm uh, I'm personally pretty excited for this um, just because I, it seems like it's a, a really good fit into um, you know Evmos and and what Forge uh, and the, like the community kind of needs in terms of. Uh, um, you know, continually uh, building liquidity and and um, developing it and advancing it in that regard. Um, and uh, I'm super excited to to have you guys in the ecosystem. And I I know there's going to be a lot more coming. And um, uh, as you kind of get more into the community, we'll, we'll definitely hear hear more from you. Um, yeah, one exciting thing that 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 the listeners might be interested in that that is coming up. 
in the near term would be that we are working on a swap engine as well um, that works on top of all the V3 providers that we support, um, which would mean that you could do like social trading strategies and stuff like that, which I think would be also pretty interesting um, from just a, just a holder perspective. Is there any other um, things on, on your roadmap in the near term that you'd like to mention? Uh, we have a couple other things, uh, but I don't know if I should like fully go into them just because they're still a lot in sure. the development phases. But um, but a lot of them are as more like uh, basically broadening ourselves into maybe perpetuals as well. Um, we do a lot of good, good good market making, but also getting into other trading venues, maybe lending platforms. Um, we have looked at Uniswap before because that's obviously interesting. Um, who hasn't right? Um, and trying to see how what what the play might be for for an off chain compute. I, I wonder if you know these these are as, as needed with before. So we'll see. Well, cool. Um, I think we have about like ten minutes left here in the call. Um, so we'll go ahead and move on to um, the next topic. But uh, thanks again for joining, introing um, yourself to the community. And like I had just said, there will be a lot more coming. Um, uh, discussions and, and, and different things um, for the community to kind of get more familiar with Steer and Steer to get more familiar with the Evmos community. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Um, so I think next up on the agenda is to discuss um, open um, Commonwealth discussion. So, uh, Jeremy, if you want to lead off, I'm going to pull up. Commonwealth myself. Yeah, um, going from oldest to newest, I suppose. Um, we have, I believe we have three different uh, discussions that have happened in the last couple weeks. And uh, one of them was uh, about Prop 92 releasing the milestone to funding to continue development. That was a discussion with MetaTank, uh, where they were hoping to see the release of milestone two funds um before they completed the work there was discussion on commonwealth um and then also on the governance chat in discord where they decided not to continue with their project as they couldn't get paid up front for it it was a whole whole discussion about uh what milestone funding is what it means and and how it uh how it works so so unfortunately it doesn't look like we will be seeing the MetaTank project anymore um and then neo kingdom uh with them they made a post about their issues registering their erc20 token as an ibc coin um it, just discussing some of their challenges with it um but i i believe they've been in talks now with uh with kepler and everyone that they needed to it wasn't mentioned in the commonwealth post but i believe on other channels it was discussed and they're working out their issues but they were the first i believe uh of the erc20 tokens to convert to an ibc asset so they had some unique challenges there and then we have uh tashi where there there's participation in the genesis pools on tashi 
an opportunity for Atmos. Um, um, can I provide the, quick insight? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think there was a lot of miscommunication from the from the start. Uh, we do have we do plan to have a call with them in the very near future to I guess um, um, get more clarity on what exact support that they would need from us. But as a DAO, you know I don't think it's right for us to be um, participating in you know whether uh, token raises, whether it's an IDO or KYC. Um, for obvious reasons, um, yeah, but besides that, you know, we have nothing but love for them and we just want to see them succeed. And yeah, if you guys like Tashi, you guys should definitely uh consider, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that, uh, I, I think sometimes, uh, teams coming from other chains where they might not have have the same type of governance uh, that we have in Evmos or in the Cosmos ecosystem in general too. There might be a few, few like misunderstandings or things that need to be clarified. And, and I think that that's where some of that came from. Um, but yeah, they, they were requesting a deposit of uh, 5 million Evmos uh, from the community pool to be put into their Genesis pool, which and, and the idea was a uh, like an alignment between between their platform and the Evmos community, as we'd get uh, Tashi's governance token in return. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Where where the DAO itself might not be the one to participate in it. Um, but yeah, there there were a few other things like they hadn't uh, open sourced yet, but I believe they were in the middle of doing that and that was going to be available in a few days here where we'll be able to see their verified contracts on eScan so everybody can take a look at that um yeah any yeah i think it's um i think it's interesting like uh there's a lot of uh advantages to do it in this uh which had been brought up in the commonwealth there's been some criticisms as well so um i think uh there's some some stuff needs to be ironed out and um alignment um you know some feedback from the community to maybe make some changes to the proposal um but uh but yeah i think it's 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 interesting there's some good things there and some some bad things so um at least in my opinion but uh excited to kind of continue that discussion and definitely invite uh everyone here to to get in there because um tashi is a is a pretty big thing um for most DeFi, um you know so um i think this is kind of the first governance discussion around tashi so i definitely recommend everyone get uh, acquainted and um join in on those talks yeah and i i think we'll see um we'll see different protocols integrating and building on top of them kind of like steer and revert with forge and uh yeah it's gonna be a great opportunity hopefully uh hopefully it it all succeeds as as it's hoped and uh and the community gets feedback and a discussion with tashi to see if something can be mutually beneficial with uh with their proposal Absolutely. but yeah 
Uh, and I'm then use the guess the next couple minutes to give an update on Forge. Okay. Um, and then uh, maybe a couple minutes uh, open discussion for anyone who wants to jump on stage. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, Forge basically what's going on right now um, in terms of updates is um, the Orbital Apes team submitted a grant request to encode for um, updates to Forge that was um, denied um, due to um, them already having an existing grant from the first round. Uh, I think we've talked about this previously. Um, so that's unfortunate, but uh, uh, I think the plan is to um, take that proposal to the Evmost community and for a community pool request. Um, so you should, we should be seeing more from that soon. Um, but before that, uh, I know the Orbital Apes team wants to deliver um, upon the Kepler integration, which is the last remaining milestone from the original funding um, proposal. Um, so I know that is something that is in the works um, currently. Um, and uh, hopefully that is going to be delivered um, sooner rather than later. Um, and that after that domino falls will be uh, another proposal for um, further uh, UI and UX upgrades. So um, like everybody else, I'm super uh, excited and, and anxious to get Kepler support and Evmos and on Forge. Um, all right, we'll use the last couple minutes to hey Phil. questions. It's been a it's questions. been a while. <laughs> Have you been Phil? How's it going? Again? <laughs> that wasn't expected. <laughs> okay. Hey Phil. Yeah, how are you guys doing? It's been a long time. Really good. How are you? Yeah, you you guys good? I mean, really? I mean yeah. there's no point hiding. Uh it's really not really a good moment, I think, for Evmos. We're curious to see what's ahead, if there's really something to come by. But, I mean, truth is, the reality is that I told you so a long time ago that there was necessary actions to avoid the death spiral, which we're in now. So, I don't know. Do you guys have details on this tokenomic stuff? I mean, that's really what I think is the most important part now. The rest was already known. And so... Yeah, I don't know. It, well, it has been made the public, but there's not that many details surrounding this thing. Right. So the tokenomics was, you know, conceived way before, the, you know, Edmos governance, uh, Workstream, um, before mainnet launch. So it's not really something that we really had a say in. Um, I think you might be referring to, and Phil, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, tokenomics update that's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Because we've had quite a lot of, or at least some details around the rest of the stuff that were already known, the licensing uh, and things like that. Where I was surprised because everything was kind of already expected. This tokenomics, we knew there was somehow discussions around that but not had that many details around it precisely. And now that it seems to be down the pipelines, I can't see any tracks of the discussions. I don't even know what's going to be in it. And the early kind of 
public uh, uh, discussions around that made by the teams are like very vague. So I don't even know what the heck is in it. So do you guys eventually know a bit of it? Um, we don't, the governance work stream does, doesn't have any uh, additional information than what's been, um, you know, sent publicly uh, from the core team. So uh, we don't really have much to add mm -hmm. to that. Um, but, uh, you know, we're as interested as you are to seeing more info. And it sounds like it's uh, coming imminently um, with like, this Evmos 2.0 um, talk. So, well, to, hey, to uh, be honest, Willows in the audience, Kilo, um, feel free to uh, hop on stage if you want to uh, address some of his concerns. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it, it's not really concern. It's just to say, well, <laughs> uh, helping projects in whatever doing the best they can is kind of my job. And well, I warned you guys several times, <laughs> so many times, to tell you this was going to be the path if no changes were made. And yet here we are now, almost a year later, and still in the same path of a death spiral. It's just incredible to see that. Well, I haven't seen such a big, big, big project like that so mismanaged. This is just incredible. I mean, I've offered the help for an entire year and no one has even opened the door. It's just absolutely incredible. I just wonder how far this thing is going to go now. I mean, I'm like a tokenomic specialist. I've been offering services. No one has been consulted. This thing is going to go out without even proper discussions. I don't know what the fuck is in it. It's just, gosh, incredible. So, um, I think well, the best Bill, way would be for you to reach out to the core team because... Um, you know, obviously, they're going to be the ones redesigning the tokenomics and then proposing it to the community. Um, yeah, so I encourage you to reach out to the core team because uh, as a, as governance, you know, tokenomics isn't in our title, I guess. So, yeah, it's kind of out of our scope at the moment. It's like, oh, yeah, my bad. I, I kind of... Forgot this was the governance meeting council. Sorry about that. Like yeah, kind of. So let's give him an opportunity to, to speak. Yeah, sure. I mean, if we can get someone to address this issue, even though this isn't the, the proper uh, area to discuss that, I'm sorry. I just thought this was. Uh, no, I, th I think it's a very valid um, concern. And um, yeah, something that we should all kind of discuss together. Yeah, so, you know, I can jump in and say a handful of things. Unfortunately, I won't be able to give you all the information you want today. And um, I'm my view isn't quite as, you know, bearish as an outlook as yours. But I did just want to kind of touch in on things and say that internally, you know, the design is stuff that uh, has been thought about and worked on um, pretty consistently um, here. And it's still stuff that we need to figure out framing for in that public discussion and get everything and make sure that everything aligns, you know, future forward, because we don't want a snap reaction. Oh, we need to change this now. We, we want to be future, th future forward thinking, you know, expansionary, able to meet new tasks in the future. And I, I think that was, I, I believe Fede talked briefly about this, that when the original tokenomics were for Evmos were designed, the entire ecosystem, the entire financial market, the entire outlook was so much different that at the time, the tokenomics made sense considering the conditions. 
those conditions changed, and now the tokenomics obviously um, are yeah, being yeah, looked sure. at. Inside. It needs to change. However, yeah. instead of trying to figure out how to align with current conditions and then have another problem way off in the future, um, it's more of trying to figure out how to get um, malleable tokenomics that can help adapt over time as conditions change instead of, you know, hard static settings. And that's a much more difficult task than it would appear. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what, what you said is pretty good. Uh, on that front, that's exactly what I was worried about, that one another time another management mistake would be made by having a few people gathered around the room thinking about these things and kind of making the Atom 2.0 mistake over again. <laughs> that's to say, uh, we know better than anyone else, and here is our conclusion. You guys vote for it. That, that, that's really what it sounded like. Like, you're going to propose a whole thing, and we're going to say yes or no, which is very dangerous task to do. Once again, the community has to be involved in the process before even considering putting out the vote. And that's really where I was worried because I haven't seen any area in which this discussions were taking place. Uh, I'd like to be part of it, to be honest. Well, I, even though this chain seems to be dead and like a, a, an empty mall, uh, I hopefully say, well, eventually when so brighter times will show up, people will forget about the inner uh, problems this chain had and hopefully we'll be able to turn out the page and go for some uh, um, eventually more prosperous future for the chain because of course for now bear market absolutely no one is there and everybody has left evmos no one believes in it anymore so the the, the trust has been broken and of course when you break trust with the community it's very hard to eventually try to create those bonds again though like i said it's the cons it's the it's the conclusion to so many mistakes made down the line that doesn't mean there is no chance for a bright future. It just means the chances are so narrow now that just a single mistake is putting those odds divided by two. And even if there's half a percent of a chance for this to succeed, it's still not zero. So I might sound pessimistic, but I'm not. That's also the reason why over the years, or over the month, despite this death spiral being in, despite the fact that I warned you and told you not to do this or that, and you've gone straight up ahead with this, uh, it's very painful for me as well to see that I could have helped, but no one ever get de deemed give me the chance to help. That's really crazy shit. But still, I mean, now's the time when no one is there. I mean, we're 14 people in this call. I remember back in the days where we were more than 100. So it's really the, more, the most appropriate time to actually start shifting these odds potentially in a favorable future. And in order to do this, well, I hope... Uh, you or anyone who has the opportunity to, to get to talk to this core team, which I still say is the number one issue. There is true, absolutely deep management error in this project, and these still need to be figured out. So until we get that one out, before hopefully the next bull market comes in, we need to solve these issues before uh, uh, some external eyes will look into it because for now let's let's be honest for anybody who's just joining cosmos right now and doesn't know anything about the past of evmos they know something goes wrong 
So it's really the way it is. I think if there's one chance to eventually bright, uh, shine bright again, it's really revamping that uh, um, project out of its ashes. Because, of course, and you mentioned that truly, the tokenomics isn't doing right because the distribution event has been absolutely messy and therefore the token distribution isn't reliant to the tokenomics that has been aligned with it. And it should have been reviewed, to be honest, very, very much long time ago. It's really way too late to think about it. But it's never too late. So let's open up that discussion, guys. Uh, uh, and, and I, I hope yeah. this, will, this will be the case. So just let me know where to go. Where, where, I, mean, I, I feel like I said that dozens of times already. I'm like really in here, ready to help. And yet no one's opening that door. It's just so, crazy. Um, my uh, personal uh, advice would be to get all your thoughts down on like a document. And all the pointers on like what you think um you know could steer the ship in a better direction you know um you can you know speak on a twitter space all you want but in the end um you won't be able to prove yourself unless you have all your thoughts down like in a document where uh you know people can read it and try to understand yeah Okay, well, it, uh, it is not really that way. Okay, I'm not that much of a writer. I mean, anyway, I don't have time for this. Uh, it's really, I'm going to go easy, okay? Uh, we're not that many people having these discussions. I think we can definitely handle it at a human level. We don't have to write 100 pages long things that no one cares about. Let, let's just try to be briefly honest for a second in here, okay? Uh, it doesn't take that well, let long. Me, uh, let me interrupt here. Um, uh, you you definitely have a lot of good points and a lot of your criticism is definitely warranted. Um, but uh, uh, let's give uh, Kilo the opportunity to um, to interject and and add anything that he wants to add um, since he does you know represent uh, most um, other you know otherwise we're kind of beating uh, uh, a dead horse here on a soapbox. So Kilo, feel free to uh, jump in if you'd like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, I, I do totally understand the concern and I do see valid points being raised. Again, I, I'm not as alarmist over it. I think overall, you know, there there are changes that need to be made. And, you know, that's why the core team is taking the time to address them. But I think when you and you look at it about, you know, participation, adoption, what do people know about Evmos? I I don't see that as much as a problem as others do because if you look at the past you know throughout since the launch of evmos if you look at any particular snapshot in time when you know oh you know the post-launch problems and then oh the bridge problem and the nomad thing and then you know all the stuff that's happened we've had chains since evmos launched that launched in a fantastic way with no issues that are now dead and gone evmos is still making pretty good progress we're still striving we're still having cool stuff being built on it we're coming out with the 2.0 coming out with some major changes i think that there's still a lot going on here and if you take a step back and stop looking at the macro of just evmos and you look at the broader market all things being equal it's not as alarmingly bad as people make it out to be no no, no you don't get the point i'm not saying this is uh, um 
alarmist to the point. I'm just saying that that's my job to see this as a general frame and how does Avmos feed into all of it. And like I said, you might agree or disagree with that. I'm just bringing a point of view to the table and, and nothing more than that. So in the alarmist type of stuff, which I don't think is the appropriate word here, is just to say, well, this was definitely a market fit project. There were demand for this, and there's definitely an area for Evmos to thrive. The thing is that, well, in every project, there is a significant uh, portion for luck, and I definitely agree with you on that, that, well, Evmos definitely didn't have that luck factor uh, uh, coming along with it. It, it had problems to solve and stuff like that. But it's also understanding that, well, of course, out of the best projects out there, some may fail just because of bad luck. And that's also part of the game. Not everyone can succeed. It's still time, I think, for Avmos. But depression is really, really coming from every angle. And the timing couldn't be as bad as it is because there are other chains that are going to launch uh, and it was going to offer similar services. So uh, what I would tell as a quick advice like that is to say the number one problem for Avmos isn't the tokenomics. It's something to fix because it should have been fixed a long time ago. And I've warned you about that. Remember six months ago or some sort uh, that the tokenomics weren't aligned with due to the pretty bad distribution and needed to be re-updated. Uh, um, that eventually considering another airdrop to redistribute or something like that. But I mean, there wasn't fit between the existing supply distribution and the tokenomics and one of the others uh, one of the two had to be uh, uh, reshaped so that was one thing then there the problem was the management problem which is still fucking there there's someone needs to be fired at the fucking foundation i don't know who the hell that is but someone needs to go uh, and i still stand on this once again things still keep proving me right on that front eventually in the future we'll know who that person was and then there's another final thing that needs to be changed is to figure out one thing to do for Avmos instead of 10 uh, uh, which is what exactly this tokenomic this revamp stuff is all about just to say okay we're going to do this and that and that and that no it has to be one thing and do it perfectly do do strike one thing instead of trying to do 10 things and, and to me, that's always going to be the same advice. Uh, Evmos is failing not because uh, of one factor, be it luck, bad luck, is because I think there is pretty poor management from the core team. And that's really a hell of a problem that needs to be solved. But that's something that can be solved. Tokenomics can be solved as well. And I think this one will be addressed correctly. The last one, therefore, is we need someone that has a clear vision, not a split vision. I'm doing this and that and that in order to eventually in the future achieve this. But the thing is that we need to do one thing that others can't, all right? Like uh, spinning up uh, EVM chains and uh, being a security hub for EVM chains. Yeah, sorry, it isn't going to work. Others already are on the verge of doing it and they don't have uh, the inner problems Evmos have. So this is a waste of time. Someone else is going to do it. Remember the app chain thesis, do one thing and do it better than anyone else. And that's how you strike the difference. Otherwise, this is open source code. Anybody can take it and do it with it. You're going to try licensing this stuff. Good luck winning and court with it. Because that's really how it's going to be. Cheaters always goes first. And then you're going to have to sue them. It's going to cost a shitload of money. And anyway, it's not going to work. So this licensing stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much too late. I mean, Kava's already gone away with it and you're not probably going to catch up. So once again, a lot of energy is spent into things that probably will be pointless once again. So I think it's appropriate time now to sit around the table and try to figure out that one thing that Evmos could do that no other can do now or will be able to do in the next six months. Focus on this thing, deliver, and then the chain will live. 
It's really not that yeah. complicated to me. Let, let me uh, let me interject, Phil. I think um, you know, for the sake of time, we are like fifteen minutes over, so I do want to wrap it up. But uh, I just want to mention that you uh, bring up a lot of great points and a lot of great criticisms, and like this insight is is definitely um, needed. Um, the good news is, uh, I think the uh, most team understands uh, the major issues of the tokenomics which they're addressing, and also the major issues of uh, maybe previous poor management uh, or lack of management. Um, so I think uh, rebuilding trust uh, to the community is something that they understand and are, are working to build towards. So um, personally, I think, um, you know, the, the team is aware of a lot of these issues and are working towards um, improving them. So yes, a lot of, uh, uh, misfortune has happened in, in the past um, with, you know, the many issues that have most seen. But I think uh, um, the direction that it's heading is in a way that uh, addresses a lot of these things um, going forward. So um, I think uh, super excited to, to, to learn more about the most 2.0 and the tokenomics. And I'm um, definitely interested in um, the community discussions around them and being involved in them. So uh, I think we should uh, uh, end this discussion here and, uh, you know, continue it uh, once those discussions start. So um, once again, thanks everybody uh, for joining the governance council meeting, uh, Phil for popping in and, and offering your thoughts and, and steer um, from uh, uh, your protocol to introduce themselves. And uh, we'll be hearing more from them uh, in the future. So, thanks again, everyone. Have a great day. There's this principle in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism. Taoism, where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want. Inevitably, it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds slap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory and beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believing the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting Drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear note. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out. Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about. Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits. All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits. And that kibble's just sawdust. The shit is all rust. Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts. And I, for one, did not see that coming. Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money. Meanwhile, over here, rewiring features. More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit corn.
coin preachers pretending to be teachers y'all just predatory leeches i mean please just look at the track record a bunch of vc rap fucks sucking up the cheddar the recipe is two steps rinse and repeat now we all in your butts and we bring in receipts gm fam have a seat if you're listening to this my, my plea to you, you would be like don't have don't don't have to take a side on it just say like is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs>